Hey guys, hope everybody's doing good. It's a Thursday morning here in Belfast. Looking outside, it's not looking a great day. I, but it, I mean, I gotta say, I'm looking outside now and I bought some plants and they're looking lovely. I've never really bought plants and flowers for anywhere I've stayed. You know, I normally stay in like Airbnb and um, things like that. So it's not, it's not the kind of thing I've ever gone shopping for is plants or, or just just nice things that, you know, make a place a bit more, to me, homely was always, um, you know, modern. So like nice apartment, not necessarily like, you know, homely apartment where it has your stuff. To me, homely stuff is like clutter. Um, so that was, that was nice. I bought some plants yesterday. B&Q in Belfast there over at Hollywood is open, which is, you know, really nice. You can go and um get whatever you need that's right bought the stuff to build a little fence so that now it can't escape it's a pretty high fence Um, i'm looking at it now and i know for a fact she'll be able to jump up that fence and pull the plants out of the flower pots but i'll have to lecture her about that but she loves the life she's looking at me because she knows burning ears um but look yes i hope everybody's doing good um I'm I'm doing okay. Um, you know, I I'm supposed to be doing a um, what am I supposed to be doing today? I'm supposed to be doing a hill session today, and I'm not doing a hill session today. I might have to take I had to take yesterday off, and I might also have to take today off. Um, and yesterday was really like, you know, I've been doing the um little bits of coaching um and you know i i've had some zoom calls with some of the guys and um you know i've been setting certain things and i and i've also been saying certain things you know like um talking about safety and and talking about like you know being careful and you know i've said things like if your body's sore it's telling you something that you've overworked an area or that that area is not strong enough and that's all I'm going to say on that. And then we moved uh, yesterday and I have a sore, probably that glute area again that, you know, bothered me 10 weeks ago, which is why I bought the bike. Um, and I don't really know what's causing it because, you know, obviously with a lack of physio, I haven't been able to um, really get to the bottom. There's there's obviously something causing it still to be bothered. And I... Um, I I, I think I felt it a few times in the warm-up for some of my sessions, and then I've kind of just rubbed at the area a bit and then cracked on. Um, but, yeah, pretty frustrating. Um, not ideal. But, yeah, the, the point of that is is I've been talking to these guys and, and women, and I said, you know, like, respect your body. You obviously have to push your body, and it's important. It's important to find your limits, and then you have to figure out how to push past those limits, not in a – not in an aggressive way, but in a way that is, um, I'm going to strengthen that area so that it doesn't break down again, and therefore I should be able to push a little bit more next time. That's like a logical way. Um, but yet yesterday I was in pain. I couldn't walk, right? I was in pain walking. I mean, like, if I'm in pain walking, um, what the fuck am I thinking about going for a run for? And, you know, I was, I was, text him with a friend and and you know she sort of said if you're 
if you're in pain, like, why don't you take a few days off? Like, you know, why, like, is that really gonna, is that really gonna hurt you? Is that, um, is that a problem? Is that an issue? Blah, 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 you know, and, and it got me thinking and I rested and I went down to my car and I was just going to go for a drive and go to B&Q to get the plants. Um, and I sort of figured out how, like, unhealthy it was and how unhealthy sometimes professional sport can be. And, you know, we've talked about, I haven't talked about it personally, but you've seen all the stuff with Mary Kane um, and being told to, you know, lose weight. Um, you, you heard me openly talk on the podcast about almost the desire to lose weight, the the thought process that I felt like I needed to, to be competitive, that it was a need rather than a, you know, a natural organic thing from eating healthy and running a hundred mile a week. Um, yesterday was a different level of unhealthiness. Like I kind of got to the headspace where I was like, Stephen, you were going to go and run and do yourself physical harm. It wouldn't be the first time and it probably wouldn't be the last time. Does that move into a bracket of self harm all for the greater, the greater goal of pushing towards a running goal, like, and I'd say a race, but races don't exist. So like, what is it? And that was, that was really quite upsetting. Maybe I'm going to say for me, because like, if someone said to me, you know, if someone said, geez, I'm listening to Scully's podcast and he's doing self harm to himself here, you know, he's, he's got a sore what or like back and he's running through it and he's causing himself more harm and then he can't walk, and then he wakes up the next day, and he's repeating it, like, I mean, of course, it's not self-harm in the world of, like, cutting yourself, or anything like this, but it's still self-harm, so it kind of upset me, um, I did rest, and I'm, I'm going to rest today, because um, I think that's, it's really important that I just let this get better, one of my friends, um, Gavin, when he's injured, he he just tells me that he just won't enjoy a run when he's injured. So what he basically does is rests for four or five days. And I laugh because I think like, I love how casual he is about it. Like, oh, I'll just take a week off and then I'll run again next week. Um, And I think that's easier because he works and, and stuff like this. But um, yeah, that's why I'm a bit, I'm a bit unsure. You know, C- coronavirus has really open the door to, uh, you know, if we're working on self-development and not just running development, um, I I don't know, like, you know, I, I could now go down a path of like, you know, are you really happy knowing that that's, that's how like aggressive maybe you are with the running, that you would nearly go to the lengths of like self-harm and run through injuries and not care too much about your body? Um that you would look in a mirror and think I'm not skinny enough to be a marathon runner, even though I probably have about 4% body fat and I am super skinny compared to, you know, other regular, even athletes, even runners, you know, runner athletes, et cetera, et cetera. Um, is a psychiatrist going to say there's a happiness there? Is Is happiness those three days a year when you compete on the big stage, and I say three days a year, if you think of last year, you know Doha was not a happy experience. I don't know. It's very confusing for me. Um, I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of confused. Um, um, I I I don't know at what point, you know, did running become the obsession? 
and I'm I'm happy enough to talk about that. You know, I I know that I'm obsessed by running, and and I know I wouldn't put my body in in harm's way if an obsession didn't exist because that's when it is an obsession. That's like drugs. You know they're bad for you, but you'd still take them. You know, heroin addicts, like people that are addicts to alcohol, drugs. There's just an obsession. They can't help themselves. Um, you know, me going running and limping round. You know. I can feel the obsession now. It's easy for me to say on the podcast I'm going to rest today, but my my brain would automatically go to, well, can you make it up? Can you jump on the bike? Can you do this? Blah, blah, blah. Day one or two, yesterday I could barely walk. Today I can walk better, but it's still not great. I still don't think you should be on the bike. I think the day or two you need to take, you just have to accept you need to take a day or two. Then you need to look at why you got a bit of an injury. Now, it's difficult at the minute because there's no physio, so there might not be an answer to why, but you basically just have to be careful. Um, so, look, that's where I'm at. It's 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 tough. It's difficult. Um, I don't know the answer. Um, I, I don't really know um, where I'm going with this. I don't know if I'm going anywhere with it. Um, I'm not unhappy. I'm I'm telling you now. You know, I've I've talked a lot and it's it's easy when there's races um to, you know, push and and you know, almost like and I'm not gonna say push through unhappiness, but I'm gonna say push through sacrifices, sacrifices that might include um, you know, not living in the one place for a while, might include um you know, the lack of relationships, because I always thought it was far easier to not have to explain yourself to somebody about why you might be traveling, why you might be going to races, why you might not be coming back to Belfast, London, wherever that relationship might exist. Um, With races, it was always really easy. There was always a goal to work towards. and, And obviously, at the minute, races have kind of been taken away. And and so you're you're being asked the question, am I am I willing? Now this was just my personal journey. Not everybody decided that um it was easier not to have a girlfriend or stuff like this. You know what I mean? Like that was just me personally. That was my commitment, and that was where my headspace got to. Not everybody did. You know, like Kevin Seward, he's married. You know, he has a dog. He has a full time job. Um, there's often times I get pretty jealous about that. Um, probably jealous that my headspace never got to there, that I, I was, I was comfortable enough and believed in myself enough that I could, you know, do those normal things, have those normal things. Um, and, and, you know, just start, that's living life in the traditional sense, but still pursuing this hobby, sport, et cetera, et cetera. Um, yeah, I, I think it's a it's a great time and everyone should see this as a great time to um find find that sort of like is it happy place? Find that headspace that makes you happy. Um not just, you know, finding happiness from um running, you know, life as well. What what little things in life, you know, make you happy? as happy as maybe you like a good race um rather than like the obsession the obsession of like am i obsessed by goals that are never really 
possible. And so you're really setting yourself up potentially for failure. I, I don't know. Just a second. Now, we've had negative podcasts before. Um, this could be this could be the injury talking a bit more than me talking. Um, it, it could just be a little down, a little down period week. Um, what, what, if you were to ask yourself seriously, um, <clears throat> sorry, if you were to ask yourself seriously, am I happy? What, what would be the answer to that question? Um, you know, would the answer be, I don't know. Would the answer be, yes really happy, really lucky that I'm happy, um, would the answer be, you don't know what happiness is, um, I, I'm, I believe I'm a combination, um, I believe I'm definitely a combination of, um, a few of those things that I've mentioned, um, was I happy the, was I happy the second that Dublin was over, um, was I happy after Doha, you know, no, was I happy um, the day of Dublin and, and the sort of weeks that followed after Dublin? You know, all the everything that went on, um, the celebrations, the, the congratulations, um, knowing that I had earned money. Was I was I happy then? Um, yeah, I think so. It was I actually spoke about this recently and it was pretty sad to me. That Dublin was spectacular, right? I I finished this race, um, I you know I, I I crossed the finish line and everyone's buzzing and and I was buzzing and um, but I can tell you that within an hour of that buzz and with an hour of you know me thinking the Olympics is definite, that's the Olympics definitely now, blah blah blah. You're still back in your own hotel room. And for me that day, I was back in that hotel room by myself. And so the the, the status and the celebrations and the amazing well dones, you know, there's still there's still a time when you go back to your hotel room and you sit there either with your girlfriend, which would be really cool, or, or with your wife or, or with the family. You know, I still go back and, and I sit there by myself. And I... I don't say that with any type of like um, anger or or anything like that. It's it's always been my choice. That like, not that I'm gonna say that aloneness. That just it's just me. That's always been my own doing. Um, that it's me who has um, I, like you know I don't ask people to come and watch me. I didn't um, put any effort into trying to find relationships or or anything like that. So, look, <clears throat> it's tough. I I think I think I'm starting to learn that um, there's there's maybe some changes that you know need to need to be made. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm coughing a little bit or clearing my throat. I think I need to make some changes. Um, I'm going to have to do it again. <clears throat> Sorry. I don't necessarily know what those changes are. Um, I, I think there, I, I think there can be balance. I think balance is, is really important. And I think 
balance can lead to you know a happiness um i don't think i have the balance right at the minute um it took it took somebody else to tell me that i should rest yesterday um rather than myself knowing that i should rest when i couldn't walk i don't think that's a healthy balance um i think the fact that i try to pursue everything i do by myself is not a healthy balance i think that's because i think that comes back to haunt you because like i say you you go back to the hotel room you've 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 had a few people say congratulations and that's really nice and uh, let me just say something else um if i thought about like retiring um i couldn't do that because of the likes of dublin marathon because i lo- i loved that day i really enjoyed it it was so fun and i i put it down as probably one of the best days of my life and stuff like that um but so this is not like you know, oh my God, I don't know if I want to be a runner or not anymore. It, it, it's not that at all. Um, because I would really miss days like that and I would miss that enjoyment. But um, do I want to keep doing things the way that I've been doing them and isolating myself and, and going off the altitude? And I'm not going to say by myself because, you know, I have friends up there and I have coaches up there and, um, you know, the Under Armour coaches and, and that have been so helpful to me and, um, and the athletes up there that I can run with but you know I'm still going away without family and without friends that I've known for years and years and things like this that that's the alone part um, and then I I probably spend a lot of time alone anyway even when I am away because Haas will be away to Europe or and I might be up in the house by myself and even when people are um, socializing I probably choose not to a lot of the time um, so I think I need to make changes um in order to protect the the happiness and i don't want to get too too invested that there is no look running's amazing but if it if it's going to cause harm psychologically for the rest of your life that you don't know how to you don't know how to have balance you don't know how to not not i'm not gonna say half commit to something but you need to be okay to take a few rest days. If 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 you're at the point in running where you cannot take a few rest days, it's moved to obsession. And then that's when it gets dangerous. That's when the psychology around that gets dangerous. And you need to be very careful with that. Um, and I definitely think that's a place that I've got to. I don't know if it's because of coronavirus and everything that's going on. And, and, and I feel running's been carrying me and keeping me seeing and and I need it I need it you know things like this or if it's just somewhere I had already got to and hadn't even realized it um if my days if for three or four days of resting revolved around getting Al out for a few walks taking her to a beach somewhere to play in the water um you know doing my emails helping the athletes out that you know I've, I've committed to help with their training and and educate and you know, I, I, I talked about doing with the guys that I'm going to coach. Um, and, you know, I, I, I knew I, I know I talked about these before, like educational workshops and videos. I want to what we're going to do is probably once a week or once every two weeks, we're going to pick topics like pre-activation, nutrition, S&C, race day, psychology, balance um, how to do a tempo run. We're going to pick these topics and a bit like the the old Ask All Friday 
probably on a Zoom call situation with those guys that I'm coaching. We're going to go through these topics and, and it'll just be education. So I want the, the coaching to be more than just, hey, I can prescribe a training program. I want it to be teaching people how to train, how to live, like, you know, the basics of what do you do the night before a session and then the morning of a session to capitalize on how how well that session can be executed and how quickly after it you can already be recovering for your next session. Um, and those things might seem like basics, but I guess they're not. There, there's a bit more to it. Um, so maybe, you know, for the next couple of days when I am, you know, taking things a little bit easier and resting, I can be starting to think about how those Zoom calls might work, what some good topics might be. Um, I have little bits of work that I need to catch up on, for example, that I put off and put off the web work. Um, I told a physio in America that I've helped them out with a website and I've, I've just put it off. And, you know, the, the website where I actually get work, paid work, I don't know the last time I clicked on it or loaded it up. There's, there's a lot of things I could be doing. And if you're at the place that you can't even see sense or or because all you care about that day is getting out for a run i definitely believe that's when it has moved to you know the obsession um, and I, i'm not don't worry if you're there like running has this way of sucking us in and we all get a little bit keen um but i definitely believe it's important to try to find a bit of a balance and try to know Try to sort of start actually believing that it's okay um, to have like balance. You can still be a good runner with balance. I weighed myself the other morning. I was 71 kilograms. Um, let's be honest, I'd been out on a Friday night and got pissed drunk. Was throwing up on Friday night. Woke up Saturday, didn't run because I was too hungover to run. That tells you you're hungover. I go for a two-hour run Sunday. I wake up Monday morning. Sorry, a two-hour run Sunday morning. And then probably about a 90-minute walk over the mountain with Nala. Nala, don't eat the rug, thanks. Nala, don't eat the rug. Then I go for a 90-minute walk. When, ah, 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 you're doing it again. I do a 90-minute walk with Nala. I wake up Monday, 71 kilograms, which I think is about three kilograms too heavy. And I go and do a six-mile threshold around the park, keep the heart rate under threshold heart rate, and which threshold heart rate is probably – so my max heart rate in the first six miles was 174. Like, my heart rate goes up to 178 in a marathon. So I'm, I am pretty under control. And then I push the last point two mile um, to make it a 10K, and I run 29.24, I think. Uh, 29.24. Like, if weight really mattered – I would not be running 29.24 in the park for 10K on a Monday morning after my hangover, long run, long walk, no tapering, no nothing, just going and doing it. But why does that not, why does that not click? You know, and that's the obsession. The obsession is always thinking, that's awesome that you can do that, Scully. But imagine what you would have ran if you were 65 kilograms. Who's to say? I don't know. But I want to get to a better a better place. See, see if my goal became in running and in life and in the podcast and anyone that I help coach, we we become we become invincible because we are we are happy and we are well balanced. And now you're gonna get slapped in the ass. Stop eating my rug. Sorry.
Apologies. <laughs> hey, get down off the sofa. Up, down, 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 down. Um, yeah, if my if my listeners and um, the guys I, I, I will help coach and myself personally become like the happiest, well-rounded, bloody hard workers and people that aren't afraid to put in the hard work, but also, you know, have a really lovely balance and don't question everything they eat and don't question everything they do in their lifestyle. Um, that would be a lovely thing. That would be, I think that's, I think I'd rather encourage that than encourage, you know, people to move into the obsession. Um, and I think running has enough people that become obsessed by goals, obsessed, but obsessed by achieving something and therefore will put their body through harm, will put their psychology through harm, um, etc etc i think that's really really important and i think it's really vital um that that we don't ever get to that place um and and i might already be be there i might have been there for a long time um but if if coronavirus has taught me anything that you know races could hypothetically have been gone overnight with a click of a fingers you know, a bat in China, something that you've been obsessed about, something that you've been putting your body through harm, your psychology through harm, could disappear instantly. Um, and so I think there has to be an air of caution there. Um, and yeah, we need to we need to certainly think about these things. So I want I want you to hear a happier Stephen on the podcast. I want you to hear a Stephen that is working hard and you know is excited about his goals but there's a balance. I cannot preach a logic to other people that I know is a smart logic. Be careful. Don't get hurt. Don't push through pain because it's your body telling you something. And then myself personally, maybe I've just been lucky that even when I do push through that pain, I get away with it. But that would not always be the case. Um, Especially at the minute, if a physio tells you that the pain is okay and that, you know, it's just a nerve and it's just going to rub a wee bit and it's going to cause you a bit of discomfort, but you're not doing any long-term damage. That's kind of okay. At the minute when you can't even see a physio, you could be pushing through a bone problem. You could be pushing through something that could, dare I say, really cause long-term damage to how you walk, etc., etc. Just be careful. Um, all right, I'm going to go because Nala is probably at the point where she wants to go for a wee dander. Um, because she's still eating the rug. Um, and I hope you enjoyed listening. Um, I, you know, I hope you found some value. Um, I, I appreciate if my, if my guys that I am, you know, going to help with coaching and training and, and the Zoom calls and the educational, you know, I, I appreciate you guys and I appreciate you reaching out to me. That was really lovely and, and it was great to see that some people seen value in, you know, getting a bit of support from myself um, if you still feel like doing that you you know you still can um, and you know I don't definitely don't want to be a person that like goes on about it and um, uses a platform like the podcast which is for educational purposes and things like that and like just to document what I'm doing I, I will not continue to like push for more people um, but yeah, there's still I, I you know, I talked about the PT that says there's still open spaces 
even though he would take a hundred if he could. Um, I, I've had a few guys reach out, and that's been really good. But I, I could definitely help a few more, um, and that would be good. But listen, guys, I want you all to take care. Um, think body, think health. Um, don't be putting yourself through harm, especially at a time like this when there is no. There should never probably be a time to push through pain. I know guys have raced on stress fractures, broken bones, muscle tears, myself included. I, I raced on the quad tear in London in 2016. Um, you know, I was my adductor was very beat up going into Houston, and I still did it to try to make the Olympics. Um, maybe that's what professional sport is. I don't know. It's a, it's a dirty side to the sport, you know, that you're putting your body through that self-harm, either to finish a week's training or to finish a race. Um, but look, yes, I hope everybody's good. I'm. Well, I will go take Nal out for a walk. It's windy. It looks a bit rubbish, but you know, you live in Ireland. What do you expect? All right, team. Take care. Bye bye for now.